Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, along with John Thurman of Axis Financial, Philip talks about why reviewing your financial plan with your entire family is important and how insurance companies might work with blockchain technology in the future to execute your planning wishes. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of the Ask Philip podcast, and uh, we were talking about uh, life insurance planning today with John Thurman. What up, John? Morning, Philip. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. So today we are talking about like an important topic, and just for me, this is just personally an important topic, and I know it's a, a, you know an important topic for a lot because you know you 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 tend to have in households. Um, Maybe, maybe, maybe both spouses are both spouses most of the time care about being financially independent, but there might be one spouse that drives the process, you know, more than the others, and one spouse that maybe knows the plan better than the others. Mm-hmm. And, and so that that creates a problem when you have assets and life insurance because if something happens to the spouse that knows the plan more, the other spouse has a quick learning curve, you know, to to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if they have life insurance assets, they likely have a, you know, like a, a bunch of money. Right. And, and I always, you know, my, my observation is that money, you know, money, uh, exacerbates habits. So if you have bad money habits, you know, it makes that worse. If you have good money habits, it makes it better. And then if you don't know, right, if you're kind of like neutral, then, um, that still affects the plan. Right. You know, mm-hmm. because you you have a learning curve to go through, and you 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 in in learning you just may make some mistakes. So hopefully you have a good team of advisors, but uh, but sometimes right the, the 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 spouse that's not involved, um, you know, hadn't been involved in the uh, in the process with the planner or the advisor or the uh, people who are helping get the financial decision. So right. so let's let's talk about the importance of like a family, you know, uh, you know, family planning. Because this right. also be for, for for growing kids. Like if you have, if you're gonna leave money to them too. Right. Well, you know, yeah. So talking about younger families, those with younger kids, that you know, uh, it probably wouldn't be a terrible idea for your kids to have a general idea of you know how your plan looks and what you what you intend for them to do with that money if and when you pass away. Uh, I imagine if your kids are too young, that might be a, a bit of over their head and, and not very successful, but it wouldn't be a bad idea to have something in place or in writing so that, you know, maybe do it now so that when they are of age in the next 5, 10, 15 years that, you know, that they, they know what your wishes are, not just from a estate planning or will standpoint, but, you know, just kind of from like the very beginning, how, how it looks when, when that money is first deposited in your account. From a life insurance standpoint, I think a lot of times people forget too, that whether you have half a million dollars or $5 million or $10 million deposited into your bank account, you know, it's a lot of money today. It's a lot of money tomorrow. It's a lot of money, you know, at in the very beginning. And so what people forget to realize is that depending on how much income they make uh, or the spouse that passed away, 
that that's a lot of money today, but it's not a lot of money stretched out over time. So you really have to be diligent with your planning. Uh, and in most cases, because people are typically underinsured, you have to be even more diligent with your planning than you would be if you had that both you know, dual income, two spouses around to continue making money. So, you know, a couple of things that we've seen is that it is common for one spouse to be the, you know, the kind of the head of the household or the person that handles the financial matters. Um, and really that, that is either, or I've seen, I've seen it be a husband's role and I've seen it be a wife's role. Uh, it's not gender specific. And, um, but I have seen that it is very common that the other spouse typically knows very little about the situation. And so it is really good to have, you know, a plan in place and for people to be, you know, up to speed. That doesn't mean that both spouses have to be involved in everything in the day-to-day finances, but I definitely feel like that they need to understand that if something does happen, you know, how things would look. And so, and I'm sure most of your clients probably have a good relationship with you. Both of them do. But if there's anyone that's listening that doesn't, um, it's always good to have your spouse involved. And in, uh, even if they don't want to do the day-to-day, but just at least have an idea of what it would look like if somebody passed away and then they had to take over, you know, and and getting that stuff in line. And I, I've even heard people say, you know, making sure you know what your passwords are, you have access to that kind of stuff because um, it's a financial nightmare when you lose somebody and they were the one that handled everything. So making sure you get with your financial planner, making sure that you have a relationship, both of you have a relationship with Philip so that you, you know, have someone to help keep you in line and make sure that you're uh, allocating that money properly and getting it to work for you as opposed to just getting a million bucks or 5 million bucks deposit in your bank account and then, you know, going on a shopping spree. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that, that's a, you know, I think it's a really good, really valid uh, point. And I, I think what brought it up too is a long time ago when I was, you know, at Northwestern Mutual selling life insurance to mutual funds, there was like a report where Northwestern Mutual tracked death benefits over a million dollars. And it was like, I'm going to underdo this number, but I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty accurate on my memory, but it was something like more than 80% of, uh, of death benefit, you know, of of money, you know, over a million dollars. So death benefit paid out over a million dollars and 80% of the instances that money was gone in five years, like blown through. And so that's when I first was like, man, this is like a, just a, you know, cause you work all this time to, to, to build this estate, to make the money, you pay the life insurance premium for years. And like, we can't control when we die, you know, but, but because of a lack of a plan, right. A lack of, a, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, plan in place that, uh, uh, all that can be disrupted. And, and, and like, you know, even in, in my situation, like, you know, I talk, I probably four, three to four times a year, um, uh, you know, cause I know, I know like my wife is hyper intelligent, super smart, very good, uh, you know, spender budgeter. But when it comes to like deep financial planning, like she's just never going to be in, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's not going to mm-hmm. do a two hour meeting on it. That's mm-hmm. just, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and so, you know, she's involved in the major stuff, uh, you know, and I've, and I've created a Google account and share with her, uh, all the, you know, um, all the accounts that we have and I update it, uh, frequently, and then I also, you know, she knows the password to my, uh, to my iPhone, which, um, you know, which is a way to get other information that she 
uh, that she needs. And we, and I also have, she also knows what the other passwords are that I keep for other stuff in, 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 in safe places too. So, um, you know, so that, that, that little small stuff allows her to, right. you know, uh, get to everywhere. And the other thing I also make her to do three, four times a year, because these conversations are like, you know, five, 10 minutes. And it's like, Hey, <laughs> you know, remember about this, remember about this. And then I also say, you know, if anything were to happen, you know, these are the two advisors that I trust personally. Right. Um, um, you know, and our CPA and our insurance agent, you know, so these are people who you need to just call and talk to to implement all this kind of stuff. And I recently updated, I recently said, you know, I recently was like, well, Hey, look, here's the change. Take, take 20% of the death benefit that we get and put it in Bitcoin. Right. You know, I say, cause that's going to, that alone will make up for, um, you know, any, any mistakes that, that happen. So, um, so yeah, no, nah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think what you said is spot on. Right. Well, and having a, a general guideline and then make, you know, making changes and updates over time is, is better than not having anything, you know, um, even if you made a general guideline and you never updated it, you'd be better off, you know, or they'd be better off than not having anything at all. But yeah, I think it is key. I mean, it's, and it's probably something that needs to be updated if not, you know, annually, biannually, uh, or at minimum every you know, four to five years so that you have, you know, the, obviously the more, more wealth you're accumulating, the more changes. And obviously this kind of stuff, this cryptocurrency, you know, it's stuff that people just weren't doing five or 10 years ago. And so, or as common. And so the, those are new parts of your plan that you're just not implementing. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, anything else you think is important in the, in the context of the conversation? Uh, you know, I mean, you talked a little bit about, um, you know, people with grown children and, you know, people that are, uh, you know, in retirement age and that's a different conversation, but definitely a good conversation to have. And, you know, some of that's going to be, you know, what are our wishes for, you know, long-term care type wishes? How, how do you, you know, what, what does that look like? You know, if somebody does need round the clock care, um, how are you planning for that? You know, do you have a long-term care policy in place? And that's something that, something that's a good thing to discuss with your kids because, you know, maybe mom and dad think that, Oh, I'm going to live with my children. If something happens and maybe the kids think, I don't think we can handle that, you know, so not a bad thing to talk about now, as well as obviously, you know, just how things look like and how your state looks like. Um, You know, if you, if you are higher net worth, what that's going to look like as far as passing things on to your kids and life insurance obviously can help take care of some of that stuff where you're having the life insurance pay for, you know, an inheritance tax and as opposed to having it come out of your, you know, estate. So, but I think in general, it's a definitely a good conversation to have, even if it's a different conversation, you know, with your grown children. You, you know what, man? And as you were saying this, the thought just popped in my head. This is how, this is how the world is changing so fast. <laughs> the technology is enabled and I'm pretty sure insurance companies are going to be on top of this, but with, you know, with the blockchain technology. So, I'm I'm going on a tangent for a second, y'all. <laughs> but but if if you think about like what Bitcoin is, right? Because I'm 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 a Bitcoin guy. Like you know, I'm, I understand crypto, but that's those are, you know, that's this whole separate deal. They're going to be useful. They're going to be around. But um, uh, but but the, but the technology behind it, right, is is more. Uh, and let me let me specifically speak to Bitcoin. Um, that's that's where I was going with it. Bitcoin is a rules based monetary system, right? Meaning. Um, uh, as a U.S. you know, as a citizen that holds dollars, right? You um, 
you know, you use dollars for lots of different things, but we have a small hand group of people that can discretionarily make the value of our money worth less, which is a problem, right? First, you know, for planning for the future, because you didn't, then you say, okay, you know, um, how do I know the decisions they're going to make 50 years from now? You know what I'm saying? Won't destroy the wealth of my family. Right. So that's, right. that's a, that, that, that's a problem. Right. And, and, you know, I won't go on a super long tangent on, on, on that because I've done it numerous times. But that's a problem. So the problem that Bitcoin create, solved was it says, hey, so that we can plan for multi-generations, right, from an economic standpoint and a wealth standpoint, let's create a rules-based monetary system where you know the rules, right? It's programmed in. Only going to be 21 million. Mm. You know, here's the schedule of how new coins are going to come. You can audit the system. Anybody can by running a node on their computer. You can do it on a super simple, cheap computer. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so all the rules in advance are spelled out for the monetary system, which which the you know the they would like you to believe today that the monetary system is super complex and you need super smart people to run it, but you really don't, right? You just set the rules up, and you know, the rules are the rules, mm-hmm. and it works, right? So I'm I'm saying that to say if they could if we could create a rules based monetary system on the blockchain, you can create a multi generational wealth plan. On the blockchain you, you know what i mean mm. like you can you can create you can you can if you're an insurance company you could um you can say in advance like I, w- I would love to be able to say hey john tell our life insurance company that you know code code this into their you know into the blockchain for what we want to do and then all my wife does is just you know when something were to happen to me we go to the blockchain and it's executed the way it's supposed to execute so money went where it's supposed to go based on our plan in advance and that's a beautiful thing right you're saying structured in in a way that it takes some of the guesswork out of it where it's not just oh i wrote it down on a piece of paper but also you know this is it executes it executes at death Mm -hmm. you know at at death right because because that's what a blockchain is it's just it's just an executable contract so you know kelly puts in you know the required password to let them know that i'm dead you know what i'm saying or turn, you know, and then it just right. executes. Money goes where it's supposed to go, according to the plan. And yeah, man, it's it's done. She so have to think about it. And then we can just kind of, whenever we want to change it, we just change the code. That's beautiful, man. Anyway, I know yeah. I know I got on a tangent, but as you were saying, it, no, I mean, it, well, again, this goes back to you know when when people don't have any plan, it it adds a lot more complexity and a lot more stress, especially when you're losing someone. I don't care what age you're losing someone, it, it's a tough time for anybody. And then then you add in all the other financial stuff and not knowing what to do. And and I, I've heard I've heard that story. I mean, I couldn't even tell you how many times. You know, just the not knowing how to move forward because they didn't, they weren't a part of it. And so, yeah, it would be nice to have that stuff pre preset and just execute and pre-programmed. Yes, sir. Well, um, well let everybody know how they can reach you uh, if they're interested in getting more information um, and, and we'll yeah. get letters to have you send them to life insurance companies to have them program this stuff. in. this would be, that's right. Fun. That's right. Yeah. My email is just my first name, John J O N at, AxisFin.com, A-X-I-S-F-I-N.com. The office line is 817-618-3369. All right, man, we have a have a good day. And until next week, y'all, in, uh, or you enjoy yourself until next week. And all the listeners, we'll, I'll be talking to y'all tomorrow. Thanks, Philip. Hey, hey.
If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.